I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. Hello and welcome back to this week's pep talk. If you are viewing the video experience, you can see that this is like full on summer and uh, we're just going to have a bun probably for the remaining episodes. But I wanted to really dig into mental health and anxiety as a female business owner. And the reason why is we have been chatting a lot about tactical strategy on the pep talks each week. And I think obviously that's really important. That's what I teach. But I wanted to flip the model a little bit and talk about mindset and mental health because I believe that it plays a huge, huge, huge role in business. But also anytime there's a seasonal change. So if you're listening to this live, we're transitioning from spring to summer. I think sometimes anxiety just like creeps in because it's different, right? And you're like, oh, this is different than what I'm used to. Things are changing and that's typically what causes it. I also truly believe that if if you are thriving, if you personally are thriving, then your business is thriving. So if it's good for you, then it's good for your business. So I've shared this story before, but I never, which is so crazy to me, I never dealt with anxiety before I started my own business. Now, I will say I've had moments of panic, right? I have two like very clear panic attacks. Um, one is when my dad was really, really sick. I was uh, young, like in college. And I didn't know what it was at the time, but I just had like a, a really hard time breathing. And then the second panic attack was actually more of a fun activity. And we were actually swimming with um, turtles in Hawaii. And I am deathly afraid of fish. And I literally thought my lungs were going to collapse. Like we were way out in the ocean because I was like, well, I'm just going to do it. And uh, yeah, panic attack. So I've, I've suffered from that in the past, but never this like anxiety that like I wake up and I can like feel it in my bones. So when I would hear people talk about it, I honestly wasn't quite sure what it was. And I was like, well, I don't have that. But in reality, I did. It just showed up in different ways. So when I started my own business, and I'll share sort of what this looked like, to me, anxiety is like this pit of butterflies in my stomach nonstop. Or as I go back to my stories of panic attacks, it was like really hard to breathe when I woke up. Like I was like, oh my gosh. And now it shows up as migraines because I hold my stress in like my neck and my shoulders. And it's how my body refrains from stress. So for me, migraines completely knock me out like days. And I never experienced this until my 40s, which is crazy. So now that I'm three years into business, I 
look back and I think about like, well, like what is causing this? And then I'll share what I'm doing to manage it. So I think there's two things that have caused it um, and causes me to feel stress about certain things. And that is my relationship with money and my relationship with social media, plus my ability to communicate my feelings. Like I am a hermit. I like to keep things all in the inside. Like even this episode is super awkward for me. Um, Like it makes me nervous to talk about it because it's so different, but I think it's really, really important to talk about. So going back to what I contribute to anxiety, I think relationships, money, and social media are probably key categories for everyone. And also the ability to communicate how you're feeling. Like, I don't think these are different for most people. I will share that I grew up the oldest sibling of two in a divorced family. So I, my whole life has always been the worker, the fixer, the doer. And for me, more work meant more success. The harder I studied in school, the better I did. The more I worked in college, the better I did. The more that I worked in my corporate job, the better I did. I got my MBA paid for. I landed my dream job. So the more I worked, the more rewards I got. And to me, that was success because my family life was maybe not recognizing success in the ways that I wanted them to. And so it was like, okay, well, I can just do this and I'll be successful. So in the corporate world, you're rewarded for more work. And so that's what I did. And I never, ever, ever stopped to deal with anything until my 40s. So my parents divorced, my dad passed away from cancer. The fact that I was always the fixer, the worker, the doer, like at the beginning of this business, I did not know what to do if I wasn't working. And my husband pulled me aside and he was like, you can start this business. That's great. But you cannot work 24 seven. Like that's not the life that we're going to live. And so I had to really think about, okay, well, what does this all mean? And how am I feeling? And like, how do we do things differently? Because I didn't really know. So when entrepreneurship entered my lifestyle, I really started to realize that more work wasn't the answer, which is ironically what I talk about. It's not ironic. That's why I talk about it. Um, But the funny thing happened because my goal to create more free time and capacity actually gave my feelings a space to live. So it gave me a minute to slow down and actually feel the feels. So all that anxiety from the last 40 years that I never dealt with all of a sudden it came crashing in because I created the dream schedule. I created the space where I actually had time to feel and to not work all the time. And then, you know, layering in the stress of, you know, what does it look like to support a family of four and an income that's not predictable, like the life of an entrepreneur. And I share all this background because I want to share what I've done to sort of find this uh, solution. I don't know if it's a solution, but how I'm dealing with anxiety. But I wanted to make sure you knew where I was coming from and how that was happening. Because I know a lot of you listening are probably the worker bees, right? Like it's easier for you to work than it is for you to slow down. And to this day, when I have free time in my schedule, which I'm deliberately scheduling, it feels awkward and weird. And I'm very slowly figuring out like, what's the next level Holly look like? What, what do I want to do with this free time? How do I want to feel every single day when I do have this free time? So here's a couple of daily activities now that you've had my life story of what has helped me the most. So number one, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you get to know your personality. So I'm a manifesting generator, two, four, Enneagram three, 
you would ask me three years ago, I would have think thought you were speaking code, but I love the doing, right? I know that about myself. I can recognize it now, but for me, the doing can be dangerous because it's how I hide my feelings. So I could literally work 24 hours and not come up for air because it feels good to me. Like it feels good. Like I am doing something worthwhile. And so the two in my human design is actually the hermit. And as soon as I understood that, I was like, I get it now because I need time to recharge. And that significantly helped my anxiety. Like just this morning, so we're in the very first week of summer, my kids are home. So this morning I made a pedicure appointment at 8 a.m. My husband's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I need time to recharge. Now I'm grateful that my husband is home. So I was able to do that. But I was out of the house at 8 a.m. I was gone from 8 to 9.30 I'm the kind of like a uh, patient or pedicure uh, client that doesn't talk during the service. Like I brought my laptop, I got all kinds of work done. I just needed quiet to recharge. So what do you need is my first question. I need quiet in the morning. I've always been an early riser, but if you come talk to me before 7 a.m., I will probably bite your head off. Uh, I like to have silence to work on what feels good. And thanks to a lot of therapy that ends up to working out, I get uh, what I call the anxiety bugs in the morning and I have to work them out. Like I get anxious about what's going to happen in the day. And if I can get up and move my body, they most of the time go away. So I wake up with energy and my anxiety tends to grow overnight. So a good workout to get the negative energy out and some intentional journaling is what helps me the most there. So get to know your personality. Number two, Think about what re-energizes you. So I mentioned above a few things that re-energize me, but when my anxiety hits bad, I go outside. No matter what the weather, like in the winter, I have this ridiculously puffy coat. Like I look like an abominable snowman, Um, but it feels so good. Like that is my grounding practice. So I make it a daily practice to walk outside at least 30 minutes a day. We actually just uh, changed that to an hour a day. So I'm walking outside an hour a day 90% of the time, it's without my phone. 10% I'm answering client messages on Boxer, but 90% it's without my phone. And so why does this work? And why does this help with anxiety? Well, there's a whole scenario about being outside and actually like grounding your feet on the earth that is supposed to help with just grounding you as a person, which is a lot of woo, but it works. So I will actually go outside before I put my shoes on and walk in the grass and like feel the earth and just like take a deep breath. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just walk and listen to podcasts or answer messages. But the thing about that is my brain never stopped. And what I found that I truly needed was a brain break. So now, like I said, 90% of the walking time is silence or it's talking with my husband or something that's not about business. And then if I need to, I'll dig into the activities. So I joke that one of my clients actually lives in our neighborhood. And I joke that when she sees me walking, she knows that I'm just like working out stuff. Like if I get off a, uh, you know, a stressful call or we're doing something challenging in our business, like I just go outside and walk. Like I'm just going to go for a walk and then I'll come back and figure it out. So that's number two. Number three is set boundaries. So there are so many boundaries that I set. I sometimes lose track, but it works. So I mentioned that money and social media were the main triggers when I started my business for some really, I'll just call epic anxious moments. Um, so I set boundaries around those. I set boundaries around social. I set boundaries around money. And here are a few that have worked for me. So number one, I turn off my phone 
to do not disturb mode from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Basically, it's just like turning in airplane mode. Um, and I set it so after 30 minutes of screen time a day, all my apps gray out. So I only get 30 minutes of screen time a day, which trust me, you've got to be really intentional with how you're using your phone if you're doing that. Um, I also set aside scroll time. So I like to scroll. If you've been following along, I've been sharing like some of the Bravo uh, drama that's happening. And I like to scroll. I like to learn things. I like to look up recipes. I like to see what, you know, some of my friends are doing and my clients are doing. So I set aside scroll time and it's fun. And it's like, you know what? I did my 30 minutes. I've got 10 minutes left. I'm going to just scroll mindlessly. And when the time is up, the time is up. Uh, number three, I don't check our finances every day. We have a weekly reconciliation process and a monthly budgeting meeting. So every single week on Thursday, sometimes Monday, we go through our budget of what's coming in, what's happening. Um, I actually have a dream board in our office that says like what I want to invest in so I can see it every day. It doesn't mean I have to do it right now, but it's like, hey, here's what I want to invest in this year. Um, and then we have a monthly budget meeting. So typically it's one week after the books close the end of the month, we sit down as a family and we say, okay, this is what came in. This is what we want to do. Where are we at with things? And so I just became really, really intentional about what I look like, what I look at and when, because I think otherwise you can go in a deep spiral. And I know we've been talking about money in the past couple episodes. So if you want some tips on that, go back and listen to the last two episodes, but it makes a really big difference. And then number four, I spend at least 24 hours, one full day offline a week. So this means not answering Voxer messages, DM scrolling. It's actually very hard um, because I want to do it on the weekends, but it's magical. It's like a total reset. Um, so if you're following along, those are the boundaries that I set. A lot of them are around social media, but I found like that is a very big trigger for me. And it's the whole reason we designed the Ditch the Social Drama podcast. So you can listen to all of my boundaries around social media there. It's hollymariehaines.com forward slash social. Um, but here's the thing. I think it's important to talk about anxiety as a female business owner. I think it's real. I think it happens a lot. And I think we all just think that it's normal. And I feel like there are ways that we can make this better. Uh, I will say I'm not a therapist, but I'm a really long way to go. But I've come a really long way. So I would say clearly understanding your personality, what fuels you, creating your boundaries to protect you can make such a big difference. And then the last thing I will say is have a communication tool. So Scott, my husband, is who I talk to all the time. And one of the tips that one of my mentors gave me is I'm the dreamer in the family. I come down the stairs with these like crazy ideas and he is like the analytical data person. So I will say to him, hey, I know this is crazy. I just need you to listen. I don't need you to respond. And that's when he knows, hey, I'm not gonna respond to this crazy idea that like Holly wants to take the kids out of school for two weeks and travel to Europe. I'm just gonna listen. And so for me, it's like a way to get the idea out but also it's a way to get the idea in his head without us having to go into like, well, here's all the reasons that this isn't possible because that's not what I want. I just want somebody to hear me. And so I think it's really important that you can talk about, okay, I just need you to hear me right now. We can talk about it later, but we don't need to solve it right now. So, and the other times I will say is, hey, I just need to get this out of my system. It's almost like my safe sentence. So I encourage you to find a friend or a spouse or someone that you can talk to when you have these crazy ideas because it feels really good to get it out. 
or how you're feeling, but you don't have to like dissect it uh, to death. So I'll end with a recent survey involving women entrepreneurs showed that a startling amount of them suffered from mental health issues, which is obviously not a surprise. So 130 women entrepreneurs like you and I were surveyed and 95% said they had experienced anxiety. And so that's why I wanted to put this episode out there. I wanted you to know a little bit about my background, but building a business is a lot of work and struggling with anxiety makes it a thousand times harder. So I feel like there are truly, 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 obviously resources out there that you can you know, get help, but there are a lot of things that you can do every single day, including setting boundaries, you know, monitoring your social media, making sure you understand who you are, what energizes you and having someone to talk to. So I hope that my sharing my experience, uh, while awkward for me, is helpful to you. And I'm so curious, like, what did you think about this episode? Did you learn anything new? Um, and what are your go-to resources when you start to feel anxious about your business? I would love to know. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It is just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you. 